Matt, are you recording? Yeah. Alright, so... I'm at 11 at? minutes and 12, 12 minutes. I'm at 3. <laughs> <laughs> it turned to 12 as soon as I was about to say 59. <laughs> Welcome back to episode 84 of Rouge One, part two. I'm the Reckoning, Kevin Yost. Oh my god. I'm the Revengeance, Ben Rogers. <laughs> uh, the Reckoning and the Revengeance and all those dry-ass pussies, Sud Sampath. <laughs> hey, you know what they say, third time's the charm, so <laughs> let's, let's give it a go here. Will I fuck up? For three weeks in a row? I don't know. It, Survey well, says yes, we'll but see. not in the way you think. Yep. Uh, this believe. is Matt Gould, your resident fuck-up. <laughs> uh, so we're going over some vague amount of time between one and two weeks. And uh, mm-hmm. let's get said going, because I feel like I'm going to have to hit that <laughs> wrap it up button. Mm-hmm. What makes you think that I did anything? <laughs> I don't know. I um, so this is a mystery to our listeners, but uh, my friends here know that I've been playing a game called Iron Harvest. It's in currently in the, it was in the open beta, and it's due to be released September first. I know one Benjamin P. Rogers has played mm-hmm. it a fair bit too, uh, and. Uh, initially when I described it to you all I was very glowing about the game <laughs> and after playing it a fair bit more I'm a little bit more lukewarm um, through some interesting reasons so at the outset Iron Harvest is a RTS that focuses on small scale combat it's not really about building your resources or anything like that um, it's about your troops and your mechs and there's three different groups um, and they're, it's all it takes place in this alternative World War One where uh, there are these mechs in like a pre-industrialized or like halfway industrialized society and it looks all cool. But there's some stuff that I really want in mech combat that like is not necessarily being captured here. Um, one is that the mechs don't step on people, which hurts what? my trample fetish. But it's also just like kind of bumped together like we- weirdly. Like if you move your mech over to where the enemy like infantry are, it doesn't do jack shit. Like it just walks through them. It's like not really like enjoyable to me. <laughs> And then the other part of it is some of the buildings and, like, obstacles are, they're not destructible. So you can have your infantry lay a barbed wire and your mech can't cross it unless it has a jump, which is insane. Just have the mech go through the barbed wire. Why would it care about barbed wire? It's a mech. (laughs) They are still in in open beta, so... But it's yeah. releasing in two weeks. Well, then <laughs> like, I don't... You, you put your complaints in now. Yeah, open beta it... just means free time-limited demo, Ben. Yeah. Um, and but then, this, like, there this was some... Ba- this beta is... But this beta is next level, though. This is... You get... It's, you get... it's good. I'm just saying there's, like, weird quirks that give me pause, right? But it's like there's, there's... a... Mul- it's like the whole game. This beta is basically the whole game. Well, except for the campaign. But, yeah. I mean, the campaign could be good. But, um... 
Like stuff like that's weird. The fact that uh, the like some mechs can like traverse and jump around. Um, but anyway, there's like some mechs with like jump packs that like you can like go to like hills and fire down. But sometimes you get on a hill, you have to wait for the cooldown before you can get off the hill so you can rocket back up like down again. It's, it's just 19, like it's 1920 mechs. Like if they <laughs> even tilt just a little bit, they're gone. I guess, you know? but like they're still they're still like risky enough to like have a giant jump back that like launches from pad <laughs> to pad. But stepping up over a cliff or something in these mechs is just not a thing, which is weird because like StarCraft had that in the Colossus and like other uh, uh, things that like the mechs that the Protoss have in StarCraft but, like, too. The ult- like go ultra- up and down. Ultralisk wouldn't trample. You know, uh, Terran soldiers. Yeah, I mean, it. that's also disappointing to me. That's something that <laughs> yeah, should have occurred. You can't like, just run a tank fucking Sud, Sud, just wants, Sud just wants more trampling in general. <laughs> there seems to be I a just lack want of an trampling. RTS. Like, like I, if I could have an RTS where there was a tank and it ran over people like the tank man in Tiananmen Square, I would be delighted. <laughs> if I could recreate I, that in a I game you and then publicize that on WeChat... Went. I know, but like so the, does Chinese the Chinese version. government. Yeah, the Chinese government. Yeah, <laughs> if you go on WeChat, you, that's where you hear the real truth. You see, the tank man was run over several times. It was filmed in many different locations and action shots. There's slow motion. Uh, he he died numerous times. Uh, not only by tank, he was also fired out of artillery cannon, catapulted in Mongolia, used for fertilizer in Wuhan. So many options of a tank man. But that to say, like, the 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 fundamental problem, like, all that stuff is, like, things that Brandon's totally right that you can fix. It's actually not as tactical I was hope, as I was hoping. It, your, 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 your actions per minute matter way more than I thought it would. Yeah, and that's kind of a bummer. <laughs> it's very fast-paced. Like, the average matches are lasting 20 minutes, which is StarCraft length. And then the developers are saying, well, we want it to have long battles. Like, how's that a long battle? <laughs> that's a, that's an RTS match. Like, 15 to 20 minutes is an RTS, like, StarCraft match. Mm. And it's like... And the game like, encourages... It encourages fucking intense combat right from the get-go because one thing about the game is there are resource nodes, and it's not just like in Warcraft and StarCraft where there's designated areas. There's also, like, little one-time pickups and that gives you Mm. just a burst of iron or oil and so you want to get those asap and so you'll have like everyone running into each other all the time because you're trying to constantly take these points so it is like constant combat but at the same time like the the strategy is build anti-mech against mech and then build infantry to take points it's you know build flamethrowers to take care of infantry it's it doesn't seem like there's a whole lot of this versus that versus this it just seems to be like a a (laughs) is good against b and b is good against c and c is good against a and that's it and so like that's a bummer right like when Mm -hmm. you make a when you make a a strategy game this free game development advice i'm not even a game developer but i know this when you make a strategy game about resource control and capturing resources is the most important thing, then you encourage fast-paced gameplay. Like, that's a natural consequence of that, right? And then, mm. Like, that logic makes sense, right, guys? Like, I'm not off-base. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if, if, if everything revolves around capturing, like, gold mines or capturing crystals at Vespine Gas, or in this case, oil and steel, 
then you're going to encourage people with really fast actions per minute. And so while I was doing well when there was like sort of information asymmetry, like I knew a little bit more about the game than the opponents, I was doing better in the open beta. And so like this is me being salty as fuck, but I'm going to be salty as fuck. I was doing way worse because I knew I was playing as people with better actions per minute than I am because I'm 33 or 32. And, and I'm just like, I, I can't do better it. Right? When you played against people who didn't actually know how to play the game. <laughs> I just wanted a slower paced game because actually yeah. the other thing that I did is I actually went back and played um, uh, Company of Heroes. Company of Heroes is a really rocky game, but like now it's considered one of the greatest uh, strategy games of all time because there's a bunch of like expansions and, and, uh, and improvements that they've made. And I played that. The battles there were 45 to 60 minutes, so almost three times as long as the battle that was happening in Iron Harvest. And that was like super fun, and I did pretty well because I'd be like, okay, I can hold this point, I can put a sniper in that building, I can, you know, I can set like sappers underneath this bridge. And to Ben's point, that's not A defeats B and C defeats A, you yeah, know. There's not even that's, a that's... sniper. There's not even yeah. a, there's a, there's there's infantry, flamethrower guys. And anti anti mech guys, and then the mechs, which are cool. There's seven mechs, which is awesome. But again, the mechs themselves, they're not like destroying shit. Like but they don't that's wreck what stuff. It de- that's what it devolves into. Is I just want. It, there is no really good infantry build. It's I just want to build mechs because they're all so varied and unique. And yeah. then if the other if the other opponent's just like I know mechs are super popular, I just build anti mech everything. I win. <laughs> right. And so, like, the problem in this game, and this just devolves into something that we talked about uh, last week, uh, briefly, was about my love for Gundam and how much I just want Gundam. There's no one in this universe saying, oh my god, it's an Iron Harvest. Like, that doesn't <laughs> yeah. happen in this world. Like, they're not the omnipotent gods that I really Man, just want, like, There hasn't Mac. really even been a good Gundam game. Man, a Gundam RTS would be awesome. But, that like, be you so know what good. I mean? Like, as I think sure back of all the Gundam, Gundam RTS. There are tons. Yeah. <laughs> I've gone back uh, and like rem- like rem- remembering some of the Gundam games I played in back in the day, and they were all riddled with just such bad controls. I just think of Zone of the Enders. I like well, that's uh, a good mech game that has that's great a good controls. Mech game. Yeah. Or virtual that's like the perfect on. mech game. Virtual on. Vir- yeah, I remember virtual playing a Gundam good. game where they were like, "This is like how it is to pilot a Gundam," and it was just so s- fucking slow. <laughs> Like just walking it's, it everywhere. Was, it, it was like uh, they took Let me like trample the people from, already. <laughs> right, but they took the mechanics of like destroy all monsters with Godzilla, just like yeah. being slowly like being kited around by Biolante. You're just like, what the fuck is this nonsense? <laughs> terrible. Uh, so yeah, a little bit more lukewarm on the game. I am probably not going to buy it at release because it feels more early access than it does like a polished game. I, if the campaign's really good, I'm into it because I'm just not going to play... Like, if this is the online environment, I, I have better things to do with my life. Like, I, I don't need that necessarily. Um, yeah. But yeah, that was that was good. Uh, played more Ghost. Don't need to talk about that. But Ghost did lead me to watch one of my favorite uh, samurai films of all time because I know Matt Chan's been watching a lot of samurai films. Woo! And, and that's the last samurai starring Carl. Oh, yes, snap. and Ken Watson. I I own the physical copy of this. <laughs> I remember when that movie came out. I thought it was like the best shit. Ever. I actually have. Um, <laughs> I still like it. I, I thought it was good. 
the katana I have is a is the like, last samurai. Is yeah, the replica? That's what, we, that's what mine is too. Because that's yeah, the white tiger. Because because we went because we went to Renfair like yep, the the, the summer well, yeah. that move the summer that movie came out in yeah, two thousand six or whatever. That's hilarious. That is hilarious. That's so funny. Dude, I love The Last Samurai. I, I don't even think it's that good of a movie, but I love it. It's just Dances with Wolves in Japan. Ken, yeah, Ken it's fucking Ken sweet. Wadana- Ken Watanabe. Ken Watanabe. Right? Yeah, I mean, everyone complains that a movie He's starring good Tom Cruise, like Tom. Well, I mean, here's uh, the thing. The one that I'm going to push back on, like, popular discourse around this movie is that how everyone thinks that Tom Cruise is the last samurai in that movie. He is not the last no. samurai. Ken Watanabe <laughs> is the last samurai. Right. He's the only person who's going to fight back against the gaijin, the foreigners. <laughs> uh, that movie's great. Like, I love everything about it. I love, um, like, the slice of life aspects of, like, being in the samurai village and then when they go into Kyoto to talk to the emperor and then, like, all the peasants are bowing down and then, like, the imperial officers who are like, no, fuck you, but then even they are just like, oh, no, they're samurai. I cannot touch samurai. <laughs> my, my, favorite, my favorite scenes are the ones where, um, uh, where Tom Cruise is narrating about... Uh, about the dedication and stuff of the samurai, and then I love when he's the, fucking hungover because he's an alcoholic. Just the narration. <laughs> he's just screaming sake. Is, that, is this like the only? Yeah, that one. Is this yeah, like the that, only movie where Tom Cruise shows any of like vulnerability in his character like this? Oh no, Mission Impossible. The later Mission Impossibles he does, especially around his wife. Like well, it's like he's like I'm vulnerable. Oh, but yeah. Then he, but then he's hanging off no, the side like, of a jet engine. <laughs> <laughs> but like he's literally like a drunken mess in the beginning of this yeah, movie, yeah. and Tom Cruise is um, rarely any type of mess. I don't know. Mm. He was he was a mess in Eyes Wide Shut, but that's like a Stanley Kubrick film, so I don't know if that counts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, and just what the else Ken, is he? I like the Ken Watanabe and Tom Ken Watanabe. Their conversations are so good. I am a good listener. Yeah. <laughs> No, it, it, it's it's really, really good. The only problem I have is, like, the weird comparisons between, like, the samurai and Native Americans. Yeah. It's, like, it's really not the same. No. Like they're the very Native different Ameri- cultures. Very yeah. different cultures, and, like, the Native Americans, when you met them, were dying of, like, measles and shit, dude. <laughs> like, this is, this is, like, a different society, like, trying to modernize so that they do not end up like the Native Americans. So comparing them to... Then they get a chain gun. <laughs> the chain gun is really tragic, actually. I love it. So in the final scene, spoilers. Uh, Why? For, uh, for a 12-year-old movie. <laughs> but I have not want me. It. Oh, my Are, God. You weren't going to see it anyway. You don't see any movie. How, How have you not seen this movie? I don't know. I, <laughs> I thought it was famously bad. <laughs> it's not bad. Matt, you don't think it's bad, do you? I think it's like... It's, it has like, soft, yes. it, it was no. a good, it was good at the time. It, I don't know. It's good now. I, I think it's good now. It right. is a little like s- silly. <laughs> um, it does, it does have, you know, like, it's like trying to be this super serial historical thing, but it's not very because like an event like this probably never happened. Tom Cruise. That's not true. Uh, it did happen. So Tom, I retract. You should retract that statement. Tom Cruise would have gotten his head cut off way. Tom Cruise soon. wasn't involved though. <laughs> and yeah, he would have gotten his head cut. But off. But I'm just saying, if Tom Cruise was in that time, I'm just saying that, like, by the time any type of American 
soldier was over in Japan doing anything. Like, mm. the samurai were pretty much mostly, like, they weren't very active. <laughs> yeah, there was only one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I guess. I, love, I don't know. It, compared to I, other I co- samurai movies, it's definitely like it's in its own little box. You know what I mean? <laughs> I well, it's that. like a Western take on a samurai film. Yeah. Right? yeah. Like, I would not say it's like. So here's the thing. Um, it's like Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah, yeah like, just I don't imagine, know. I, just imagine Jin is Tom Cruise. <laughs> I don't think I don't think like the, the, the discourse around this movie has been very unfair to it. Wait, so you what do you like it, Ben? Yeah, I own a like I said, I own a physical copy of. I own a lot of things I'm not proud of. Like I really mean. I liked it a lot, you know, when it came out because like it was very much hip for our generation. You know, we were off. You know, it was like during you know during the time like Kill Bill was really hot. So like Samurai's katanas, all that shit was. Dave was already super into Samurais beforehand. Yeah, so. I mean, like, I just yeah. ate up Samurai. Samurai Champloo was eating up our, our lives. Yeah, like, I just yeah. watched shit because it had Samurai in it, you know Give what me, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, give me more of that shit, yeah. yeah. Dude, I, I just, like it. I, I, I do like the movie. Like, Ben's correct. I do love the voiceovers, like, when he's talking about how they train, and then he tries to train with them, and he gets owned over and over again. <laughs> I by, feel like, like it is one of the, them. like, better Tom Cruise roles. Like, because I feel like a lot of movies... He, he I don't like because of Tom Cruise, you know, and this is one that not necessarily true. So I don't like that's the weird thing about Tom Cruise. Like sometimes <laughs> he's really enjoyable and sometimes he's really like awkward. Like I feel like, like I love him in Collateral and I don't right. like him in Mission Impossible 2. No, I don't get it. Like, why can you be consistent, you weirdo? <laughs> yeah. Ethan Hunt in Mission Impossible 2 is literally different from every other Mission Impossible. It's ridiculous. It's, it's like a yeah. weird movie where they're. <laughs> like, all right, we need to make this more palatable to the general masses, and they just like way overshot it. Well, no, they gave it to John Woo, and he made a John Woo film. That's fine. Yeah. That's, that's completely fine. There are seriously not enough pigeons in like, all of these scenes. They literally have the pigeons in that movie. Yeah. It's wild. Yeah. It's a John Woo be. film with yeah. like that's with a complete American, you know, like people. Not well, you know what I mean, like. Completely. I like him in Live, Die, Repeat or Edge of Tomorrow. I don't know what they right. call it anymore. But I feel like he, <laughs> but he's good in but that. Emily yeah. Blunt is much better than him, so she carries the movie. No. Get out of here. <laughs> um but like yeah, I don't like him in a lot of like other movies. What movies do you hate him in? Now I'm trying to think of movies I hate him in. I it's actually um, kind of hard. You know, I'm not too fond of um Minority Report or um so one movie he did, uh, Oblivion. Um, oh, Oblivion's not very good. No, it's like a. It's uh, like I remember a, guy. It's, it's, I remember it's like an eighties. It's like a seventies sci-fi movie. <laughs> All right, this has been Oblivion. your Tom Cruise hour. <laughs> it hasn't even been an hour. Oh my god, you're but worse than Trump. What? Then when you, <laughs> what and then else? when you just think about, you know, like he's just literally an insane Scientologist. So it's just it leaves yeah. a bad taste so, in your mouth after you see like him. Half your in life. stars. Yeah, yeah. Half your stars are insane. Like. Elizabeth I know. Is I know. I, I, She's it, awesome. It's. It leaves. A, I know. I. Th- I wish I never read that article. Oh yeah. Because <laughs> it just puts a bad taste in my mouth. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like I, I don't listen to pretty, Beck anymore. I think he was pretty great in Tropic Thunder. <laughs> I was oh, the Jewish yeah. guy. That yeah. He needs to do like if he did more stuff like that, I would probably not have as bad as a taste in my mouth. 
They couldn't make mm-hmm. Tropic Thunder now. Not after George Floyd. <laughs> well, I feel like they probably... I mean, that... that They couldn't have made it, like, a few years ago. I mean, people, <laughs> people switched from that kind of comedy a while ago. But it's, like, on a dime, right? Like, right. Tropic Thunder is, like, this, like, misfit... Like, 20, 30 years from now, like, it's going to be this misbegotten gem that your oh, kids are going to watch and be like, where yeah. the fuck did this come from? <laughs> this is, yeah, the funny thing is, is like, and be like it is, it's not really that oofy. I mean, there's a lot of blackface, but it's pretty acceptable. <laughs> it's mostly back blackface. Yeah, but yeah. it's but like, it's like the last, it's like the last <laughs> example of acceptable, like, everybody seems okay with it for the most part. They're not okay with well, yeah. it. Unless, yeah. That's the and, reason it works, is that yeah. like the fact that wider society is okay with it and like the people around him clearly are not is <laughs> yeah. the joke, but yeah. even that joke goes too far. Like I don't even think they would but ever like, do the never go full retard joke again. Oh yeah, that's, that's yeah. not happening anymore. <laughs> That was definitely, yeah, like, done. the last stand for the R jokes. <laughs> like, I just think, like, that movie is going to be... Oh, our, Ben like, the, Stiller. Like, our future generations, like, our kids are going to look at that movie like we look at fucking Revenge of the Nerds and, like, the wanton rape right. in that movie. This is not I used to go, love that movie so much. And they'll tear down all the like, Ben Stiller statues that are around town for that, <laughs> for that movie. I used to love, love Revenge, Revenge of the Nerds. Of the Nerds? Yeah. You loser. And really? now I look back on it. How old were you? Like eight, ten, ten. It was eight, like looking at those titties and the yeah. Pie. I was like my I ha- my my brother had this movie on VHS that was like rated R and had titties and like that's about as much as Matt as far is, yeah. as I got watching it, looking yeah. down at his. Crotch, I didn't know that the like, titties Whoa. were a product of gross sexual like harassment and abuse, <laughs> and there's literally a rape scene in the movie that's just sure is played off as like cute. Um, (laughs) well he does it so well that he ends ends up with the nerd but the musical number at the end is still pretty fire Uh, (laughs) everybody clap your hands okay we have to move on did you do anything else yeah I watched Hell or High Water that's a fucking fantastic movie is it a western it sounds like a western it is a modern day western starring Chris Pine and oh. the criminally underused Ben Foster. I've heard of this. bank robbers. And I've oh, wanted dude, to watch man, it. you would love it. It's amazing. Aren't they like... It's so good. Isn't it I, like... I'm not going to um, spoil this one. Aren't they not in America? No, they absolutely oh, are. Okay. They're in West Texas. They could... I couldn't be more Texas. They're in the most America, Matt. I think I've started this movie like once or twice and then like... You fell asleep during it? No, I I moved on to other things. No, no, no. Watch it. It's so good. You can watch it on Prime Video. I'll watch it wherever I damn well please. (laughs) Um, But it's got Jeff Bridges like having (laughs) his uh, really... Like, you know how Jeff Bridges has that voice in True Grit where he's like... (laughs) 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 Yep. But he's like that the whole movie. It's fantastic. It's so good. <laughs> they just gave now. Jeff Bridges part... a bunch of gum. Yeah. Just <laughs> had him do his lines. <laughs> the, the, the best part about it is... What um, it feels to choose five gum. <laughs> yeah. But the best part about it is that it very clearly takes place during the financial crash in 2007. Ooh. And it's like omnipresent in the, in the the in the movie. And it's a big reason why these two brothers are robbing these banks. Uh, and Jeff Bridges is the sheriff trying to catch them. And I really love the relationship between 
uh, Jeff Bridges and his Native American partner uh, as a ranger as they're trying to hunt these guys down. And Jeff Bridges is incredibly racist in this movie towards his partner for being a Native American, like half Native American, half um, Latino. And uh, it's actually pretty amazing how they relate the land acquisition of the white man from the native peoples to the banks then taking the land from white people in West Texas. Wow. <laughs> and it, it is pretty awesome. Like, I cannot rec- this, recommend this movie enough. It's a really good thriller. Ben Foster is such a good actor, and he's an actor who will never, ever win an Academy Award because he <laughs> chooses the weirdest shit to do, and he always chooses movies that no one ever hears about, like Hell or High Water. I have a... Uh, but I cannot recommend it enough. It's so good. famous saying, you know, there's only... They, they pick one actor against best actor every year, so most of the best actors will never, ever get an award. Is that true? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because there's only one. They, they pick one a one. year, so there's like, there's so many more actors versus um, potential Academy Time. Awards for Best <laughs> Actor that there's just no way that all the best actors could get one. <laughs> well, sure, maybe they but... should try hard enough, try harder. <laughs> so what you're saying is more awards, three three award shows <laughs> a year. I want I want a top ten best actors, and they're all treated equally. <laughs> We all revere them. Yeah, we don't actually rank the top ten. We just say these people. No, we just want these are the ten best actors. It's like the uh, maybe top one hundred. That's essentially what the nominations are. No, we need we need some hero esque ranking system so they compete with one another to be better actors than they already are. So we get Mm. so we get so we get like the all might of actors. (laughs) The all might of actors. Who is the all might of actors? Probably Daniel Day Lewis. No, but he retired. So That's true. Count. Yeah, no, actually, that makes it more better. It works. Yeah, yeah, it works. Yeah. It works in the plot line. <laughs> the who real question: Who's Deku? Yeah, who? Yeah, who ate his hair? That's what I want to know. Who's the Deku? I want it to be Tom Hardy, but I don't think it's Tom Hardy. He's too old now. <laughs> yeah. Well, actors act forever. That's true. Oh, I have a question. So uh, I was thinking about this in the shower this morning. So I'm curious <laughs> what you guys think about this. This is what I consider the the DiCaprio paradox. And that if Leonardo DiCaprio died tomorrow, it would be hard to think of him. Like, he's a great actor. Like, he might be the Deku, but he's a great actor. Um, but I don't actually care about any of his roles. And if he died, I'd be like, oh, that's sad. But... <laughs> Like Keanu Reeves, but he's not if Spider-Man. he died, I would be devastated, <laughs> right? Because he's so like like Iconic. Keanu Reeves yeah, and he... Tom Cruise are two actors who have such a big cultural oh significance <laughs> that like it supersedes their actual acting talent, and it's because kind of, of amazing because of right. their iconic roles. Yeah, I can't you believe yeah, you like, tied this back to Tom Cruise. Now. <laughs> huh? I said, I can't believe you tied this back to Tom Cruise. <laughs> He's everywhere, man. I've, Get used I'm to I'm clever it. like that. Um, but yeah, so Tom Cruise the, the, is the DiCaprio Deku. Index, I think is very important. I, so, I I get what you're putting down. Yeah, so... I would say so that, he, like, of all the DiCaprio movies, mm-hmm. one of the, like, unsung heroes that he... roles that he played was in Blood Diamond. I love him in Blood Diamond. I oh, think I love that too. The, the South African slang is insane. He like does such a good a job. And that's one of the I few times... I come from Rhodesia. I, I'm not going to spoil the movie, but that's one of the few times where he has like... A, his character has like a really satisfying end 
rather than yeah. like he always has these weird open-ended endings with a lot of his movies Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, because he may have survived in the end of Titanic. You don't know, <laughs> right? He could have came up like ten minutes later. Like, we're, like I just was. Thing, like, I just sank for a little bit. I don't give a shit about Jack, to be honest. No, you know? well, see, like, you remember his name, but like we remember the characters that other. You I, know, he. I don't remember like, his character's name in Blood Diamond, but I love the fuck out of it. Yeah, it's exactly. A good movie, but like, you remember the Neo. name in. Uh, in, in Inception. Like, he's really Cobb. good in Inception. Yeah. I only Cobb. remember that because it's Cobb. like a salad. Yeah, exactly. That's how I remember it, too. I think but, like, Cobb. the thing about... I guess. I mean, I just, like, none of these movies... Like, none of those roles are, like, roles that I think of are on the level of... Like, no one fucking dressed up as Hob for Halloween, you know? People <laughs> yeah, dress yeah. up like Neo today. Like, Billions of people dressed thing. up like Neo, yeah. <laughs> People are dressing uh, right? up like John Wick now. How sure. many people it's are easy dressing costume. up like uh, Daniel Day Lewis's characters? I would. I mean, the <laughs> Gang of New York characters fucking a good cosplay. Yeah, to do. probably Gang of New York. You're lagging. Uh, is a good one. Although his best role is uh, "There Will Be Blood" for sure. Mm-hmm. It's not even close. Okay, again, we got to move on. <laughs> well, yeah. any any other like cool stuff? Yeah, I played a game that's not very cool and I'm very disappointed about it, and it's Total War Troy. The game came out two weeks ago, and for some reason it's now, it was for free for 24 hours on the Epic Store. I sent it to our group. I don't know if anyone else chose to dive in like I urged them to. Nope. When I said do it, do it, do it, do it, like Upper Palpatine, but no, no. Well, it sounds like we dodged a bullet. (laughs) Uh, I mean, I love Total War games. I, this is like the weird, so... This is something that was brought up on the Super Best Friends, and so Kevin, you might remember this, where Creative Assembly, the creator of Total War, really hit it big with Total War Warhammer and like the Warhammer franchise mm-hmm. in Total War. But that alienated and pissed off a bunch of people like me who loved them for historical sims. Like, I love Empire, which takes place in the 18th century. I love Total War Rome. I love Total War Shogun 2, these historical conflicts that take place in very specific civilizations. And so in Troy, they split the difference and they have the historical Troy um, and then the Greeks laying siege to Troy. And And then then Kratos comes out of nowhere. (laughs) Yes. Honestly, yes. They're fucking centaurs and like cyclopses (laughs) and it's... A nonsense, and you have to like make like boons and wishes for the gods, like, and it's just like this isn't what I play these games for. I play these games for tactics to like have like archers behind my shield men to have like heroes like Achilles yeah, but you don't to like think challenge the army, one. You don't think the army had people in the back being like, you know, summoning Zeus and no, and, and well, they, Hermes I, to help they were them. probably trying. I mean, let's be yeah. honest. Yeah, I mean, they would slaughter like goats and shit by the bo- boats. Yeah, I get it. But like, mm-hmm. I don't want Zeus to come down in my total war game and blow <laughs> shit up. This is happening. It's fucking terrible. Like, they think that the like this is like a, the, the most like clear example of not knowing who your audience is. Where it's like, okay, you have your legacy fans, and now you've brought all these new fans. And it turns out the new fans are so much more important than the old fans that you throw a bone to the old fans by trying to make it more like what the new fans are, but in a historical context, right? Mm-hmm. Or a packaged in the old thing. 
It's just like, fuck off. No, like this is not what I wanted at all. It's like when they dumb down games. Like I feel that way about Red Faction Guerrilla. I don't like that game at all. Oh no! But yeah, you like it, Kevin. But I is think that the you're one on Mars? On <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I honestly liked uh, Annihilation. Two? I forget what the one after Guerrilla the sequel? was called. Yeah, where is that was... also third person? Uh, I don't remember now, <laughs> but I remember it had a much more linear story, and the story was fucking whatever. It <laughs> was super forgettable, but like th- having everything a lot more linear, kind of like the older games, I just liked a lot better. And you had like a reconstructability so that you could like blow up a bridge under some guys chasing you, and then like reconstruct it and cross it yourself. And uh-huh. I thought it was, but cool. like. I, I like Red Faction 1 and 2 because mm. they're first-person shooters, and they're mm-hmm. fucking great first-person shooters Yeah, with, like, really cool ways. Like, you can literally, like, if you watch... Uh, and this is the next thing I did, by the way, but I also i have been watching uh, Awesome Dane's Done Quick Summer Edition, but, like, if you do speedruns of Red Faction 1 and 2, you can literally take a mining cart or, like, a mining machine and, like, mine your way through the planet to get to the end level, and then you're done. Yeah. And, like, that's fucking <laughs> awesome. Like, that's, and like, in a first-person game, it was so cool. And, like, the guns in that game are awesome. Like, I love the gunplay. It's, like, one of those forgotten first-person shooters. Mm. Yeah, the railgun. Ben knows what I'm talking about. The railgun in that game is so satisfying. (laughs) And, uh, and, like, that and Resistance are two, like, great first-person shooters that I feel like I'm never going to play again or I'm never going to get the opportunity to play sequels to or games like it in the first-person realm. Uh And they, like, pivoted to Guerrilla... And, like, Gorilla has stuff that are, like, callbacks to the first two games. And it's like, I don't want this. Like, I don't care that you're pandering to me. I'm not Matt. Um, but someone who is Matt is Matt Gould. So, Matt, what did you do and who's the Deku of acting? The, oh, man, the Deku of acting right now? Um, who's somebody who's up and coming and young and awesome in every way? Tom I'm Hart. Yeah, Timothy Adam, Chalamet? What about Adam Driver? Tom Holland. Adam Driver would be good. Tom I like Holland Adam Driver. Just would be able to play like Deku in a American <laughs> Netflix adaptation. But he wouldn't be the actual. But he wouldn't be the actual Deku. Yeah. I don't no, know the, if he's going to be able to do Deku anything. In this analogy, but <laughs> yeah, he yeah. is a Deku. Like, <laughs> <just> <laughs> I don't, he could be a Deku. I don't know if Tom Holland can do anything outside of Spider-Man. We'll find out. But I don't know if he could. Like I haven't seen him do anything besides Spider-Man. I don't think he could. Uh, that's weird. My random desktop background just changed to a Spider-Man image. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> it knows. You didn't um, remove any of the viruses, and now they're specifically <laughs> showing off that they're there. Um, <laughs> but, so, I didn't really do a lot of uh, gaming or anything this week. I kind of spent most of the week in despair after... Uh, Monday night last week and my computer crashed in the middle of recording a podcast and lost all my shit. Don't peer was, behind the veil. The curtain is being removed. <laughs> I had a very hard time with that. It kind of just really made me not have a fun time for a couple of days. Um, so I played some Ghost of Tsushima. I said last <laughs> week that I beat Act 1 and that was cool and I've started Act 2. Um, Act 2 has a significant difficulty boost um in the 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 enemies move a lot quicker they they attack more um spontaneously i would say the standoffs are a little bit harder 
Like I actually started losing some standoffs. Like I was just something say, like, that like never I happened. Lost them if I really zoned out. <laughs> <laughs> um, the enemy. There's just like stronger enemy types, and you know, blah blah blah, all that stuff, which is good because. I was sort of feeling like towards the end of Act 1 that I was getting, I felt really powerful and like nothing mm. could touch me. And now some things are touching me. Um, <laughs> I still very much uh, like the game. I'm going to keep playing it. Um, I did spend. to death m- in a loop. I did spend more time watching samurai films than playing samurai game because the, mo- the game has really gotten this like samurai you know, bone going inside me. Um, <laughs> Call everyone Baka. Um, I very much like samurai films. I watched a lot of them in my teenage years. So wait, 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 wait. So, so, so Matt, you watch these movies, right? Before you go into them, you would say universally, these like movies portray, you know, some amazing heroic characters. Would you agree? Heroic uh, some of well, them no, are like heroic, a, yes. Some of them are heroic, right? Yeah, like, each of them are blind samurai, right? The most what? And now, like, you say? look at Japan today. I'm trying okay, to make what, a comparison here. Like Uh-oh. Japan, Japanese media, or just Japan in general? No, just Japan in general, and like, just like think of the average, like you know, salary man or the person who like lives with their parents and is afraid to go on dates and like the country is dying because they don't have enough children anymore because they don't want to have sex anymore <laughs> all the way tracing that back to like what's happening in these samurai films and like what it's like idealizing in the past how did japan get so cucked that's really what i'm asking <laughs> maybe they always were i mean they're building a gun <laughs> maybe they cucked the samurais maybe they weren't so badass it could yeah, just be all they, what's... it could just be entirely romanticized like to a, yeah. a fictional teat, you know. Or it could be once the shogun fell, they became cucked. <laughs> they, I mean, kind of. They did. They just wanted to sit kinda around can. and watch people paint and read poetry. <laughs> yeah, like it's like so. Okay, so I watched. They're all perfect cherry blossoms. <laughs> I watched two and a half samurai films. Um, halfway, awesome. halfway through the one I'm currently watching. Um, I s- I'll start off by talking about the one I watched, which is um, it's probably one of the more well-known samurai films, even amongst Glass Western samurai. Washed- <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> even among Western audiences, people might not have necessarily s- seen it, but they probably heard of it or heard it or s- like some way, shape, or form. It's- oh, can I guess? Sure. Is it Seven, Seven samurai? samurai? No. Yes, is it Yojimbo? No. Is it Ichi? Ron? It is Ron. Ichi? Ron, yeah. Ron is like wow. Akira Kurosawa's like swan song, I would say. It kind of came know. out last movie. Yeah, it was I don't his know last. You're basing that previous statement on I don't know Ron offhand. You don't know anything. You thought yeah. John Wick was like shoot him up. <laughs> anyway. You didn't see. You haven't seen Last Samurai. You, yeah. you haven't seen Last Samurai. Okay, I'll give yeah. you one, Kevin. Do you know about the Seven Samurai? Yes. Okay. Do you know about Yojimbo? I know the name. <laughs> he played a Final Fantasy. That's he good knows enough. Yojimbo. Um, he knows Yojimbo from Final Fantasy <laughs> Summon, but, which he's never actually played that so, game. I don't think he played ten. Have you? No. Yeah, well, um, he doesn't know Yojimbo. From what I can gather from vague knowledge, um, Akira Kurosawa didn't make samurai films for a while. He was making a lot of gangster films and stuff like that. 
Well, they also made an atomic like parable, right? Which is really good. And then he was kind of at the end of his career, and I guess he's just like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna go out, you know, doing what I do best, you know." And and so what Ron is is he took a classic um, Shakespeare play. I can't remember what's called. Um, it's called something like the King, uh, something something. Um, <laughs> it's King Lear. Yeah. Um, and he uh, turned it into uh, a samurai story, a samurai film, and it's kind of perfect when you think about it because it it the way a lot of Shakespearean uh, movies unfold, it is almost like a perfect archetype for like a samurai um, drama, and this is, this is a bit more drama y than fights and battles and duels. There are fights. There are grand scale fights that are some of the best shot samurai like large scale samurai encounters that you can see and it's amazing because it was all in like the early 80s um the sets they build in the movie are fucking ridiculous um the fact that like when you think about it it's like a lot of these like old people back then they just sort of like they didn't have like things they just sat around in the uh, you didn't fields. have video games entertain them. Yeah, they <laughs> just like sat around in fields and didn't talked. Have Rouge and one to listen yeah, to. Turn it into nothing. <laughs> one empty until life. The, but until um, the sun went down. Yeah, Ran is a is a interesting movie. It is a two and a half hour fucking train wreck. I mean, <laughs> nothing really good happens. Uh, <laughs> it's not a train wreck because it's bad. It's a train wreck because it's very sad. Yeah, it's mm. a train wreck in the terms of what the people are going through. It's like a comedy of errors type of movie. I get it. <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, like the movie Trainwreck. I, I hope I don't drop this katana. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I remember watching this movie when I was a teenager and I don't think I paid attention or understood it at all. Um, I was just like, no one's dying and there's no titties. So I checked out. Uh, but rewatching it Man, as a... Revenge of the Nerds really did a number on you. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you care about. <laughs> but uh, rewatching it as a matured 33-year-old adult who does adult things on a daily basis, <laughs> right? Um, I got the movie a lot more, and I like was really enthralled in it. Even though I watched it in a couple sittings, like because I was, I I have this weird problem where I don't start a movie till like two in the morning. Um, Why? Because I'm a fucking train wreck myself. <laughs> Damn. Um, so I would watch it until I got tired, and then you know I'd pick it up the next day. Wow. Um, so that movie's great. I give it a good. 8 out of 10 mats. I think I would have given it a 9 out of 10 if I had some sort of um, like Blu-ray copy. If I knew what they were saying. Or something that was... <laughs> <laughs> or some... It was all in Japanese, which was surprising to me. Um, if I had it in like an up upscaled like HD Blu-ray or something, because um, the, uh, the way... I have I... a copy of that. Wait, is, is the... What, where did you watch the... Is the one I lent you? Is that the one you watched? It, is that not Blu-ray? It is, um, and I think it is more of a DVD. Oh, okay. But that, that, that's fine. I mean, one. you know, it's it's fine. <laughs> I, okay. I'm so used to watching so much shit in like 1080 all the time yeah. that when you go yeah. to 480, it's really jarring for like 20 minutes. <laughs> oh, my God. 
So, so I, I was doing this with my mom. I set up her TV when I visited her over the summer and I was like having her watch some like older, cause she only watches like shows from the eighties. Mm-hmm. So like watching like uh, this like British comedy from the 1980s. She's like, can you get rid of the black bars on the side? It's like, mom, like <laughs> this is the aspect ratio. Like, do you not remember you watched decades of TV like this? And it's only fairly recently in your life that widescreen and HD is, is relevant. Right. I can't get rid of them. It does suck that a lot of old stuff sometimes doesn't look as good on the new TVs. Mm. Uh, it's fine. I mean, the worst version is what they do with the fucking Simpsons at Disney Plus. Yeah. Which is so yeah. goddamn mad. Or like, <laughs> that's like if you you know hook up like a Super Nintendo to like a 4K TV, it just is like that's miserable. Yeah. you can't do that. It's so <laughs> yeah, fucking no, no ridiculous. Kill me. Um, <laughs> Kill me. The other samurai films I watched are part of a series, so they both are in conjunction with each other. Um, oh, can I guess this one? Yeah. <laughs> is it? Yo, Jimbo, and then it's sequel, Sanjiro? <laughs> no, it's not that. I don't necessarily have to, like, rewatch Yo, Jimbo, because I watched that movie so much. So, like, mm-hmm. it kind of re- kind of can play in my head. It just plays in my head. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I hear that, 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 um, that, uh, Barry Sachs, you know. Yeah. Or however it goes. I fucking love that movie. Um... <laughs> But I want. You want to give another guess, or wait? But there's sequels to each other, and yeah. it's not Kurosawa, or it is Kurosawa. It is not Kurosawa. It is a very oh. popular uh, samurai film, though. Oh, now I feel dumb. I can't even think of. <laughs> yeah. Think that's not when I say it, you'll you you'll dumb idiot. When I say it, you'll feel even dumber. It's a uh, lone wolf and cub. Oh, oh are, are there two movies in that? There's three actually. Whoa, I didn't know that. Well, you don't know that because when it came over to the American, it was, they did that thing where the producers or whatever for the American copy feel the need to chop up two movies and edit them together because <laughs> oh they're like, God. Americans don't understand all this other stuff. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, when <laughs> it came fair, over... Are they it, wrong? <laughs> when it came over to the states it, they took the first two movies and cut them into one they called it final fantasy 4 <laughs> but yeah so, um uh, these so movies did you watch that version or the originals the originals okay. um and these movies are in are they're like so they're like kind of different because like you have so like you have like the classic samurai films Samurai Cinema, Seven Samurai, Yojimbo, uh, Ran, all that stuff. And then you have, like, the other side, which is kind of like, I don't know, like, John Wick-esque samurai films. You know what I mean? Where you have, like, this literal one dude who can't be touched by anybody. He's the best of the best. Like, people literally, like, shit their pants when they hear his name. (laughs) Like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, but these movies are really weird because they they came out in a time of the seventies when I and I first thought it was like because the production was cheap, but now I know that it's a deliberate sort of thing. Is like the movie is eerily silent at times, where like it feels like they just forgot to add ADR sound effects like <laughs> to people moving around and stuff. Like there's a scene where like a dude like literally like rips open a door. And it just doesn't make a sound at all. Some guy's just <laughs> going, rip, boom. But, like, it's <laughs> deliberate because 
they want you to like feel like the tension. What did you feel? The tension, I guess. <laughs> did you feel tense? And then like when and then like for times, like all you hear is just like whoosh, 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 like the slices and stuff. Um movies had they had some pretty interesting like um like I always remember I, w- I watched it when I was little, but it was more of like I'm watching this movie because it's hyper violent and badass. <laughs> and that's you know all what I, I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But now I was watching and I was like paying attention to the shots and the cinematography and the direction and all that stuff. And it and had some really violence. fucking cool stuff, man. Like there's some really interesting scenes and I just the the whole story behind Lone Cub and Wolf is it, it's one of it's those great. classic. I love the premise. Yeah, yeah, it's so good. Yeah, it's a. Crazy uh, basically, you have this, um, this samurai, the shogun, who is the best of the best. Like he was the top dog. the The grand shogun it chose him to be his like executioner. So <laughs> he killed a lot of motherfuckers, and um, he has like the sharpest blade in the land, and all that shit. And, um, so there's this weird power grab shit going on between the different clans and they send these assassins to, to kill his family and they just kill his wife and he's end up with this kid and he's sort of roaming around as this like Ronin and, uh, people are still trying to kill him for some reason and they just can't seem to do it. He just takes everybody the fuck out. Like he said, he's pretty much like Samurai John Wick, like, (laughs) He's tactical. Everything is precise. Like every hit is purposeful, and like you know what I mean. He suplexes mm-hmm. a guy through but, a glass plate. He's like right Jin in uh, Shamrai Jamplu. Uh, yeah, kind of. He's a little different in the turn in like just his personality and stuff. I really love like the actor who plays him. He does a great job just being this like. Uh, he doesn't have a whole lot of expressions and stuff and it just pulls it off like <laughs> super well i don't know um there is a really weird cuck scene <laughs> uh, <laughs> where he gets to this village that's being sort of um held hostage i don't know hostage but like these people are that like sh- samurai and stuff they would show up and just be like yeah we're gonna fucking this is our village until we decide to leave you know what i mean they were just like, they were kind of like, I don't want to use the word, but, you know, they were kind of like, <laughs> you know, a gang. You need to finish the sentence, man. <laughs> Dance around it, man. Um, but anyways, there, there's these guys in this town. They're not necessarily nice samurai or whatever. And um, they're trying to like egg him on in some way, shape or form. They think he's a like just some dumb like beta and they're like, this one dude's like, ha, he's not worth anything, blah, 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 I'm going to show him. And he shows up and he's like trying to provoke him. And they come to this weird ultimatum where he's like, I won't kill you right now if you fuck this lady in front of us. And so all these <laughs> like samurai gangster dudes sit around and watch our main character <laughs> make love to a woman in the middle of this like room full of a lot of other people too <laughs> and it's just like this weird really weird because they're all just sitting around like hey 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 and i'm like the, <laughs> did these like t- t- 12 guys they're, they're all cucks <laughs> but it was that was kind of weird the ending of the movie is fucking amazing i don't want to spoil it 
Um, for the Kevin who's not going to watch it. He said the secret word. Ah! There's great buildup as um, the main character is in this village, and you're you're sort of like, how is he going to get out of this? Because he's like severely outnumbered, right? There's so many guys to him, and they took his sword away from him. And you're like, I know he's going to kill everybody, but I don't know how. And I just, and it was just, it was really satisfying. It made me just be like, because it made me just immediately be like, I was like, man, I want more of this. And I was like, I think there's a couple different <laughs> movies. And I looked it up and it's true. There's two other ones. And there's also a manga. Like this um, archetype, Lone Cub and Wolf, has been repeated in various forms of media throughout the years. It's great. <laughs> I mean, you could say you even have bits of it now in The Mandalorian. Um. There's definitely yeah, low a, cub yeah, definitely. vibes in that, especially the scene when he's I mean, uh, walking yeah, in the valley taken. and the um, Trandoshans try to jump him. They literally parody I, this movie in Bob's Burgers. Well, yeah, yeah I mean, it's uh, a really popular... I mean, it's popular because um, a lot of people might know it through the RZA and, and Wu-Tang. Mm-hmm. They have a lot of um, voice <laughs> clips from it in, Wolf of Cubs, yeah. in oh, yeah. their raps and stuff. Um Awesome movie, man. I give it a fucking nine. Whoa, he's climbing. <laughs> Damn, son. But I, I like. I think most samurai movies usually land pretty high for me. Anyway, I mean, there's I, there's not many that are bad. I mean, yeah, but what's a ten? Is it this half of movie you watched? <laughs> well, the, no, the other half was the sequel to. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, and this time Got he's it. going up against a bunch of female ninjas. Oh, so I wonder if there's going to be some weird cuck scene in this movie too. <laughs> Almost certainly. Uh, a ten out of ten samurai film for me would definitely be Yojimbo. It's one of my favorite okay. films of all time. All right. Yeah. Um. That's pretty much my week, man. I didn't really do much. I did listen to an audio book. Sure. Um, oh, is this the Sandman audiobook? Yeah, I listened to an Audible presents the DC hit comic series done in audiobook style, The Sandman. Um, I really want to listen to this after I called you a cuck, and then I realized it has James McAvoy as uh, Dream. I was gonna, yeah, really I was gonna, gonna say the the one thing that stands out to this is they really did pull out a lot of stops for this. There's the production values are really high. There's a lot of sound effects. There's a lot of, um, there's like music and stuff. Um, The, like I said, the cast is great. James McAvoy's dream is, he does a great job. His voice just works so well for that, like. Wait, 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 wait. Do you guys all know what the uh, Sandman is? I do. I know Ben does. I I haven't read it, but I've seen it. You know generally what it's about? Not really, no. So, Matt, you want to tell them kind of what it's about first? I think it probably helps. Because it's very esoteric. Yeah. Well, the story is told very uh, in bits and pieces. Um, The narrative is kind of all over the place, and it makes sense because most of the scenes take place in people's dreams. And, (laughs) you know, one person could be dreaming about, you know, flying around the mountains of Japan with Totoro. And then one person could be dreaming about being on a school bus. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, 
But so... But it has to be Miyazaki. With Totoro. Dream is the brother of death. So, wow. Can I start this? I I think you're making this way too hard. So, (laughs) there are seven aspects to all reality, and Dream is one of them. Mm -hmm. So, it's Dream, Death, Destiny, uh, Delight, uh, Desire, Destruction... Did I say destiny already? Yeah. And then destiny. Yeah. Oh, I did say destiny? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Destiny's anyway. in there twice. <laughs> it could be. All right. It could be. Oh, delirium is another one. Um, and so the main character is dream, but dream is a person and the act of dreaming or the entity of dreaming. And so he routinely manipulates mortals' lives and it's mortals throughout the universe. Like, it's not specific to humanity. And in fact, in later issues of the comic book, he's literally going to the dreams of stars and influencing <laughs> their dreams. Um, so everything like that's anything... No, like a fucking... No, like... <laughs> like a giant gas ball in space. Yeah, no, yeah I... like cosmic stars. I got... Yeah, I didn't want to acknowledge your joke because it's terrible. <laughs> um... And and so like, I didn't mean to interrupt you, Matt. But like, this is like that. Like, well, at you the know base way level, more about it than I do. I'm pretty like, you know. So that's fine. okay. This is yeah. I, one, I'm super excited you're getting into this. I really want to listen to this because I, I actually hear this is like one of the best Audible productions ever. This is my favorite comic book. And if there was ever a comic book that should be nominated for like all the prizes, um, <laughs> and like should be considered, um like a contender for like a Nobel Prize for literature, it's this series. Miss like it USA, is the best comic book the series Sandman. ever written. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's really it's good. fantastic. It's like all the stories like have this like weird, like sublime parable to them. It's like you're reading fables, but presented in like a scary horror type way. Um, and Dream as a character is fa- really fascinating. He has like a very dry sense of humor, but he's also incredibly cruel and incredibly vain. And then towards the end of the arc of the story, Whoa. you'll realize what he's been trying to do this whole time. Um, and it's pretty remarkable how the whole thing ends. So I'm super excited for you. Can you tell me just generally where you are in the audio audible book? I haven't listened to any of it. So if you just tell me like what story has happened, that would be helpful. He, it, um, man, it's hard to, cause like <laughs> I'm in a new, I'm dealing with a lot of new characters for the first time. If that okay. means anything, the beginning of it, no. you sort of stay with the same kind of people for a little while. And I'm mm-hmm. dealing with like a lot of new stuff all at once. It seems. Can you name some characters who are new? Man. I can't off the top of my head because there are a lot of like the names don't really like because it took me like a couple seasons to start really nailing the names in like Game of Thrones and stuff. So like Uh it's gonna it's gonna take me a minute to get on the names, but like yeah, he just got to King's Landing. He's still no, but like um, there's been a uh, I think. Because, like, you know how in the beginning they've sort of captured him, right? They've captured Dream. Alistair Crowley captures him. Yeah, that's how it starts. Um, I've gotten past where I think I've gotten to the point where he's, like, escaped or whatever. 
Spoiler. So he's met up with uh, uh, the Jack Pumpkinhead. Right. Yeah. Okay. That's. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, he's now in dream. He's very weak, but he's been freed from years of imprisonment by an English warlock called Alistair Crowley. Um, this this it's it it's remarkable like how good it is. How are they releasing this? So the 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 comic book in and of itself is literally a few thousand pages long. So I'm curious as to how um, they get let me all pull that. Pull it up on my Audible. I'll tell you how many like chapters it is or how long it is or whatever. Um, I'm just curious. Are they releasing it like once a week? Or? I'm on. Te- I'm on what they call episode three. Dream a little dream okay. of me. If that means anything to you. Well, how it does? It's like a section of the first volume. It's like one of the. It's like I think it's the fifth or sixth issue of the entire run. There's um, but um, there's twenty episodes. Um, do you want me to tell you the name of the last episode, and that might kind of give you an idea? Mm-mm. No, it's okay. How long are each episode? Are they each episode? seem about thirty to forty-ish minutes. Some oh. some are like one's forty-eight minutes, and the rest are around. You know, twenty-seven to thirty. You know what I mean? Yeah. Tell me the last, the title of the last episode. Why? No, now. don't do that. <laughs> Why it's is the not, title? A yeah. Spoiler? It might, what if? What if it's Snape kills Dumbledore? It's, <laughs> not, it's not. It's not like that. It's not like Dream is his own <laughs> you grandfather. You can't possibly know that, man. <laughs> it's a Midsummer's Night, a Midsummer Night's Dream. That's such a good story. Uh, I can't wait to hear your reaction after you listen to that one. It's really, really good. Um, so each one's 30 to 40 minutes and there's 20 episodes and twenty epi- the 20th episode is the Midsummer Night's Dream. Yeah. So I assume it's... I wonder it's, if they're cutting anything. I assume it's... Or they're just doing it really well. I'm not sure. Um, it could just be like fast paced. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's probably... It might be faster listening to it than reading it. Yeah. It's like, because like I'm on chapter three. The pictures. If that, you know, and then I told you what I yeah, told yeah, you. Yeah, so. yeah. Do you Do you listen to things faster than you read them? Um, I don't know because it, you know, like, cause there's scenes where people are talking slow, you know what I mean? Cause dream doesn't necessarily speak with a, a fast Candace to him. You know what I mean? So I feel like mm-hmm. I would read a lot of this a lot faster <laughs> than I would listen to it also because it's a comic. So, it, you know, you're just reading little bubbles and stuff. Um, right, but I don't know. I I don't really. I like audiobooks just because I can just fucking sit there, you know, stare at the wall. <laughs> Fair. It's enough. weird, like listening to an. You're audio- big into staring. Yeah, Kevin, will you listen to this, please? Listen to the audiobook for Sandman. Yeah, yeah. Audible. maybe. <laughs> Free trial God damn yeah. it! Everything's maybe with you. You're not doing anything. Just <laughs> do listen to it at work. But yeah, sure. I'll I'll try I'll listen to it more and you know let you know what I think. I hope everyone loves it as much as I love Sandman. I'm gonna give it a shot too. Um, That's our homework, guys. <laughs> End of the pod. Stop now. All right. Anything else, Matt? No, that's it, man. Um, I'm gonna give it to you because you seem like you're raring to go. <laughs> we're Last an hour man. in, and we still have two of us to go. Uh, well, it's almost like I planned it this way. <laughs> uh, all right, well, yeah. What Tom Cruise based thing did you do this week? 
I don't really feel like uh, rehashing everything I talked about from last week, other than to say uh, everybody should go watch Palm Springs on Hulu. Oh, right, yeah. It's very good if you have any, if you liked uh, Groundhog's Day at all, or Live, Die, Repeat, or <laughs> any of those kind of time Is it like Live, movies. Die, Repeat? Is it fate Fighting Aliens? <laughs> the movie's not called uh, Live, Die, Repeat. It's, they change it it's to live called Dark. Edge, Everything. Edge of Tomorrow. Edge of tomorrow. <laughs> but it's not called Edge of Tomorrow anymore. It's Live No, Dark it's Edge it's of you know, it's the other way around. It's Edge of what? Tomorrow, but it used to be called Live Die to Repeat. No. I think you're it wrong. It used to be called Edge of Tomorrow and Live Die Repeat was the tagline. Uh, and now Live Die Repeat is the name of the movie. Supposedly everybody knows what you're talking about if you say Edge of Tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> but watch Palm Springs. <laughs> uh, uh, watch the finale of The Good Place. That's also oh, yeah. very good. <laughs> nice. Watch The Good Place. Um, so, uh, I spent four days traveling to Ohio and visiting my uh, parents who were in the 60s and then traveling back. And so I didn't really get up to much. Uh, I played a Did little bit more. Did you have to do more. any quarantine shit? What? Did you have to quarantine yourself before you went or something? I'm curious about this. No. When you visited your parents. Nah, it's all no, like, good, <laughs> baby. Yeah, I just... It's over. Good luck, everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, you know, any more than we've been quarantined. Your parents in your 60s just like, cuckoo, achoo. Time to <laughs> hug. I'll be seeing you. Time to hug and hug and hug. <laughs> I mean, there is a reason that I only saw my parents and didn't see Ben or anybody else I still know in uh, Columbus. Because you care but, about me. Yeah. yeah, you want to make sure that Ben doesn't die. <laughs> no, I just, but... I'm convinced Ben is dirty and <laughs> infected. Okay. Uh, I mean, his parents do it? live in like a gated community, you know. They're, Indeed. It could, be, it could be the safest place from COVID. They're... They're old white people who own a pontoon boat. It's like the Party height barge. of privilege. <laughs> yeah, man. Did you um, boat it up? Yeah. Did you get drunk yeah. on the boat and go off a slide? Did they have a slide on their pontoon? <laughs> Did your, no, mom do a ke- a slide. your mom do a keg stand? Did you guys go by that one house and were like, we tried to break into that house? Uh, so, own that house now. Nice. Whoa. That's hilarious. What a yeah. name call. <laughs> Let's steal their septic. Yeah, <laughs> copper pipes for all. I bet that guy. It also looks wildly different. I hope that tore oh, down it? like a ton of trees and like redid a bunch of it, so I didn't recognize it until my mom was like, "That's the house that you guys <laughs> tried to break into." Oh, so they know all? I guess they probably into. know that. Yeah, how did they know about it? Oh, I'm sure I told them at some point. What are they going to oh do? Ground me? Maybe they know the guy who was chilling there and he told them. I could have shot you. People have been trying to steal my septic line. I still think that guy was a squatter. Oh, absolutely. I like how your parents got a new car. He looked poorer than the big Lebowski. <laughs> Writing checks for creamer. Uh... So I played a little bit more of that uh, little town building game, Littlewood. Oh, yeah. uh, I can I had talked it up enough that Kristen ended up buying it, and I watched her play a little Kristen, bit. Kristen, invader of the pod. Yeah. 
Uh, one, our number one fan. <laughs> I was disappointed to number find one out Mongol. that uh, the like starting the way it starts with like the trees where they are and rocks and cliffs and rivers it's all and whatever. The same. Like it's yeah, it's always the same. I feel like a really easy thing to put like a random generator into. Um, well, that's kind of so like how the old Harvest Moons were. Yeah. yeah. It was like the same shit um, every time. Yeah, and I mean, honestly, that's how uh, stuff like Stardew Valley is. Like, you can pick from a couple different, like, farm Tile maps. Sets. Like, the wood yeah, one yeah. or the normal farm or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But, like, the woods one will always be the same. And, like, the normal farm will always be the same. So, I, I just expected randomness uh, do you think they'll ever make then, like a farm simulator with as grand a scope as like red dead <laughs> where it's like I mean, this massive o- there I is a bit of farm, farm simi- simulator yeah there is a bit of farm simulating in red dead and i guess you could probably play the game like that just choose <laughs> to just not do anything but fishing and hunting and pretending you're a farmer yeah, and hanging out with I mean, your alive, very live son. <laughs> there are at least three editions of the game Farming Simulator, so I don't know exactly how that works, but watching the live stream on Steam right now, he's just running his tractor through the crops mm-hmm. and collecting everything. So That's not the <laughs> kind of go, farm Matt. simulating I'm talking about. <laughs> well then, I got nothing for you. There's no plant a bush by hand. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Uh, also, <laughs> just, like, helping Kristen play and, like, certain things she was asking me, I'd be like, yeah, like, you can't really do that. Like, you can't no. rotate buildings or build oh. stairs up a cliff from any angle but straight down. <laughs> and so, like, there's some stuff that I can get over, but would be super nice uh, quality. Not being able things. to rotate buildings upsets me. Yeah, um, and so like you know, I have no idea. It's clearly a small developer, probably like their first game. I don't know what kind of support we'll see uh, going forward, but I would love one or two just quality of life updates. Uh, otherwise, I'm still enjoying that game. I have not nice. uh, put much five hours maybe but i haven't yet hit like a point of just redundancy um so uh two things i uh watched uh one was a rewatch the driving yeah (laughs) (laughs) uh rewatched (laughs) season seven of venture brothers hell yeah um is that the latest season yeah okay yeah and uh god i i just can't ever get over how incredible that show is right like it has not had like a lull it's i mean it has production lulls yeah don't say <laughs> that like, word without <laughs> each season just like ages like a fine wine it manages to be like as good and even like a little bit better than previous seasons. Yeah. I mean, um, they, they improve 
the show each season, like whether it's literal production quality, sound editing. Well, they have the time to. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but like the the writing, the writing better, yeah. and um, like the way they are fleshing out the characters and stuff. Like, I didn't think I would ever see Professor Dugong again. <laughs> 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 and now he's like one of the most goddamn important characters, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, like, it's just amazing what the show does with uh, the characters and the consistency they have. And, like, fucking everybody in that show gets some kind of arc at some point or mm-hmm. another. Uh, I really very much like this newest season with Hank. Mm-hmm. Um, um, you know, like D got it in the last up. couple of seasons. Uh, Billy Quizboy's gotten an arc. Mm-hmm. Pete's gotten an arc. Like fucking everybody. Billy Quiz Man. Yeah, it it just doesn't matter. Uh, you know how small of a character they are. If they're in three episodes, then they're gonna have I'm like st- progress and change as a character. I'm still waiting on the brick frog arc. <laughs> brick frog <laughs> is <laughs> all I know is brick throwing and frog being. Trucucles, give me some And like just the number of like one line throwaway jokes from one episode that come back a season and a half later <laughs> yeah. become like fully fleshed out plot arcs. <laughs> uh it's just incredible. I Now everybody wanted the hired man heart. <laughs> Robot heart. And like it it still baffles me to an extent why uh Rick and Morty took off in a way that Venture Bros didn't. Right? Because like they didn't no. have Dean being transformed into a pickle, going up pickle <laughs> Dean. Uh, like I, I was talking with Kara about this, and honestly, my guess is just the fact that like, uh, you know, Doctor Venture and Rick are not wholly uh, different that characters. Far, yeah, they're not. Well, that far except Doctor like, Venture isn't necessarily smart. Dr. Venture is still incredibly smart. Right. He is just not as smart as the people he's constantly being compared to. In the newest season, they just legitimately invent a teleporter. And nobody, like, the one time he didn't steal any research from, like, anybody. Oh, yeah. Uh, So it's just, like, compared to his father. That's because he couldn't. That was the whole whole gimmick. Um, I don't, I feel like my interest in Rick and Morty is, like, fading with each season whereas i just need i i want more venture bros all the time you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. i i spend a lot of psychological energy repressing my need for venture bros because i know it's i'm not going to see it again for another like three years (laughs) well i just got into edging porn because of it it's like i just never and it like almost hurts to rewatch it knowing that like it never is going to come out again yeah it's done dude (laughs) i i think uh part of that is not due to, like, quality differences, but, like, uh, even though Rick and Morty, like, has a plot, it's still very serialized. Right. Like, a lot of the standalone mm-hmm. episodes have nothing to do with anything else. It's usually, like, the yeah. first episode and then the last episode Season, are, like, yeah, plot-heavy. Yeah. Whereas Venture Bros has a shit ton of storylines always well, it has going like on, a, and you want to yeah. know where all of them are going. There's, a, yeah, there's like, a around. season arc as well as, like, a show arc, and then... There's like many arcs there's in many arcs that, within yeah. in each episode, you know. 
Yeah. And there's arcs like and there's arcs usually several arcs. arcs weaving in like amongst <laughs> those. Um I just think it also so, has yeah. a lot better characters like in Rick and Morty you pretty much have like Rick and Morty the si- like random characters you have in episodes are really good like uh Noob Noob and stuff like that. But like for the most part like <laughs> oh boy, the main cast is again. sort of just like you know like i could like summer mm-hmm. is at this point incredibly annoying to me yeah um, beth i like just don't necessarily care that much about like she was just a regular character but now she's somehow like the shit for some reason <laughs> and like and jerry is jerry yeah i like you know like jerry's good because he has episodes like when he hangs out with that talking cat and stuff like mm-hmm. you know like <laughs> but yeah do you want to build a nap <laughs> uh and so the other thing i watched a couple episodes of uh, it's called travels by narrow boat is this that a random is... british show oh boy let's yeah. get into this yeah <laughs> uh, yeah it's just it's a british show that i watched on amazon and again is not part of that brit box channel <laughs> they really got your money man <laughs> yeah. at this point <laughs> Like I definitely need to should switch it. over to <laughs> you should shows. switch over to Acorn TV, the um, Canadian t- like uh, bundle. There's yeah. a lot of good uh-huh. stuff in there, according to Megan. Acorn TV, like Kids in the Hall. I bet all of the Kids in the Hall is on that. Uh, no one cares. But so- yeah. <laughs> should. Uh, Travels by Narrowboat is exactly what it sounds like. It's a guy who. I don't a hundred percent know. He ma- he mentions in the beginning that like he was getting frustrated with life and his marriage, and so yeah. now he's gonna live on a narrow boat. And it's been unclear whether he's just taking some time away or whether he got divorced and is just like fuck it, I live on a boat now. Uh, I'm a boat so guy. Yeah, he buys a narrow boat and is just traveling it. What is on a the narrow canals. boat? Like just a thin boat? Yeah. You- uh, so narrow boats are just narrow boats with living quarters in Stop them. Stop saying narrow. Just tell me. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? It's a boat. narrow boats are a narrow boat. It's <laughs> what literally what you said. It's a boat it's with like a house on. it. Yeah, I said yeah. They're just narrow, and they have living quarters in just them. Just Google it. Uh, okay. Yeah, there are tons wow, of pictures of they them. They are narrow. I, so I don't believe ju- that you didn't run into them. You lived so, in England. I didn't just sit at canals looking at boats. I didn't know they were called narrow boats. <laughs> so, so Kevin, is this just like a, a lustful dream of you? Be like, mm, one day I'll be divorced yeah, living on a, a boat, boat on a river. <laughs> <laughs> to an extent, yeah. Like, uh, fucking narrow boats are co- featured. Narrow boats in the canals are featured constantly in that uh, house hunting show I mentioned before. Uh, wow. And like, <laughs> And now that your horniness for home owning is over, <laughs> it's yeah. now horniness for narrow <laughs> Yeah. And it's, it's just one of those things where it's, like, fascinating, and it's a life I just can't fathom of just so living on a narrow boat and just going along the canals to fucking wherever in England. <laughs> Does it have to be in a canal? What? Does it have to be in a canal, or can you take this baby on the open sea? Uh, I'm pretty sure you have to be in, like, low, still calm water these don't yeah, it look... doesn't look like it's taken sick waves <laughs> yeah. it would break in half 
I will say the frustrating thing about this is that, like, the guy is not, like, he made a big deal about his boat, and he was all excited to get it. Like, the first 20 minutes of the first episode are just him, like, living in a van waiting for the boat to be ready as he just talks up the boat. And then he doesn't give, like, any kind of tour or anything. Like, it's been three episodes, and I've seen some, like, close-up shots of the engine, and then just, like, him standing at the helm. And it's just like, I don't know what your living situation so what's is like. I don't know what... He doesn't want you to see his body any, pillow. If they're not showing... What are they showing? Then they're, if they're not showing His him cabin is just all, all this weeb shit. <laughs> just, like, body pillows <laughs> and Belle Delphine cups of bathwater. <laughs> that's, like, that's the thing, is, like, most of the shots are just, like, you know, like... Oh, my God, uh, on there's the top six of the boat, seasons just, of this? <laughs> just... I have no idea how many seasons there are. If you say well, six. Well, there's six. <laughs> content, bro. So, I There's so I much content. Because, like, so far, season one seems like a guy who was doing this for his <laughs> own YouTube channel. And then somebody was just like, hey, we'll pay you $1,000 if we can publish mm-hmm. it on Amazon. <laughs> uh, so he's very much so, just yeah. riffing. Yeah. Like, is there any conflict? Like, like upshot of his face. Does he does he come across like narrow boat pirate? Is there any sort of like excitement (laughs) conflict? Like, does the engine blow out (laughs) in one episode or something? My God! Or is he just literally? This was a comedy. Is he just literally? (laughs) And it's not. It's just someone's life. Yeah. (laughs) Like today, (laughs) I ate some. Does he fish? Like, no. <laughs> he's, he's mostly just gone to shops in town what a f- and how? gone to pubs. <laughs> what is this show? She's <laughs> like, like a river thing. bum. It's like yeah. All- yeah. <laughs> more or less. Uh, what does sure he do for money? I'm sure it costs a lot of money to like get one of those boats. I don't know. Well, he went from a car to a boat. So. Uh, so this is season six description. Season six kicks off at Solly, where Kevin and Aslan arrived at the end of season five. With the weather forecast promising an unseasonably fine winter the following two <laughs> weeks, Kevin must decide if he's to head north or south, ultimately choosing to hibernate through the cold months in an area he is familiar with and remembers as comforting, safe, and homely. <laughs> so yeah, it's still just the same guy and his, his name's boat. Kevin, so it's just really resonating <laughs> with you, huh? Is the boat named Aslan? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> is it with two S's? No, I don't think so. He didn't name the boat. He bought the boat used, and it came with a name. So what's Uh, he do for a job? Nothing. I don't know. So you you, you haven't seen this show. Yeah. (laughs) I guess. He's got that... Yeah, but the show hasn't shown him generate money. Like, he hasn't... I'm surprised Frankie McDonald's not on this. (laughs) Put Frankie McDonald on a boat and have him yell. <laughs> Green peppers. Well, he does. He is saying he's going on a world tour, so you never know. He could get on a boat oh at some God. point. He's going. He's going to get arrested at the first border crossing. Mister Worldwide, Frankie McDonald. All right, Ben. I and then need he'll you be to... like, "You're too autistic to be entered in the country." <laughs> I need you to close this out, Ben. All right. Give well, us a good. I saw a movie starring the Deku of actors, <laughs> and that's Adam Sandler in Uncut <laughs> Gems. Well, we talked about this movie last week, but we didn't. <laughs> yeah, but we didn't. <laughs> exactly. 
I liked so it. It's a good is, movie. This is an awesome movie. Yeah. So this. I is, spoiled it. I'm going to spoil it again. Don't do it. This is an Adam Sandler movie. <laughs> I can't believe on he. The Netflix. Blank. And it is not his usual typical uh, movie where he just goes to a vacation spot with his friends and calls it a movie. Uh, <laughs> this movie is about the underbelly of the gem trade and high stakes gambling and NBA basketball and NBA basketball and uh, is this supposed to be at all informative is this no no it's 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 just a drama it's not like there's like gardner there's like there's like (laughs) weird like mysticism and stuff like So, um, Kinda. The, the, the plot is that our, our main character, Deku, played by Adam Sandler, <laughs> gets a whole, well, his name is, oh, what is his name? Howie. <laughs> Howie, yeah. That's right. Oh, Howie. Big Jew McGee. So he's got, so he's, uh, he is a, he owns a jewelry shop and he gets a hold of a big opal, which he thinks is worth millions of dollars. And this, this opal he thinks is his ticket, and it just uh, and then, it's like, like a, it's like an albatross he hangs over his neck because it and just like, keeps getting this sick. Worse famous and worse uh, and worse. New York basketball player comes into his shop and he looks at it and like has a fucking vision quest or something and is like obsessed with the yeah. gem. So in some but see, I believe I believe people do that. I believe well, people go and, into jewelry and shops really and are just like, like this bizarre is for me. turn of events. Adam Sandler's character loans somebody this potentially millions dollar stone to a guy like overnight and is surprised when he doesn't get it back. Like it's just like it's so it's so dumb. Like that's the one thing that just I don't ever see a scenario where somebody would like I see how he gets pressured into it like in the Mm -hmm. movie itself. But it just seems so dumb to me that like somebody would be like but like. Like he's so obsessed with gambling, that's the whole thing. Because he gives the guy the the opal, and then he goes and places a fucking massive bet on the guy. Right. You know. Right. The yeah. Whole, like big thing. It's just showing. I don't know how true it really is with how people bet, but it's like he's making bets with money he doesn't have, right. with future money he might have. It's crazy. You make a bet <laughs> to to pay off another bet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I, I said this last week, and I'll say it again. Adam Sandler's girlfriend in that movie has a dump truck booty, dude. Oh my god, that thing is like. I had to pause the movie and like look up the actress. Julia Fox. What? Julia Fox. I guess yeah, but she's just. I thought you looked up the actress. <laughs> He looked up the butt, not Didn't the look actress. Her up well. <laughs> I yeah. was looking down. Yeah. <laughs> I don't see your name anywhere. But I just was like, I it's just like a small glimpse of it in the movie. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Large posterior, yeah. If you don't like Adam Sandler, you'll find at least one thing you like in this movie. <laughs> or two if you consider a butt two Jeez. pieces. Mm. <laughs> Yeah. Is it? Is it? Jeez. Is it two pieces? I think you. <laughs> even, go, no. I think. Yeah. I think if you lose a butt cheek, you still have a butt. Yeah. Do you? 
Could you imagine if that was your life? You lost a butt cheek mm-hmm. somehow, and then you just had to have this one butt cheek? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, like, you just sat weird all the time? I think you'd want to kill yourself. Like, you would be like Hank yeah, Your Hill. tailbone would hurt, like, all the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you'd have, like, sciatica. Emergency buttectomy. <laughs> or butt transplant. Yeah, yeah. I'll take the guy who died. I would get a black one. <laughs> <laughs> Oh just have God. those readily available. So when you say when you check off organ donor, does that include your butt? I hope so. <laughs> like none of after it... thinking about this now is terrifying. <laughs> yeah, like if you got like bit by an alligator connection. or something on your ass. Yeah, it's like took off like half your ass. I have to think that you can get blood. You can get butt implants now. Oh yeah, I mean all so, the like, all sure... the female rap stars oh. have them. They have the butt implants like Cardi yeah. B and Megan Thee Stallion and Wap. They're just nothing but <laughs> implants. But it's just like... Nothing but implants. Yeah, um, so good to know. So that is, your... is that all you have for Uncut Gems? <laughs> uh, I mean, it's Ugh. a great movie. I give it I give it like an I give it like an 8. Yeah, I give it an 8. Yeah, it's a good solid minutes. 8. I mean, it, yeah, it's, it's a good it's, solid... It, the movie yeah. almost... Felt it's like, good and fast. It's quick. The movie like, almost yeah, felt like no it came thing. out like maybe ten years ago, like the way it's shot and some of the sound design and camera work it and fe- stuff. I feel, yeah, it feels like it would really fit well in an old New York style movie. Well, but, that's what uh, it is. Yeah, that I did that, and then I played a lot of. Wait, Iron it's Harvest. now time for Prime Minister Ben's question time. Oh, Order! Oh man, Prime oh, Minister God, Ben. <laughs> What did you think of the Master Roshi reveal? Oh my god, it was fucking, it was an Man, hour. Man, are they like brave or seconds. what? Just straight adding a <laughs> rapist to the roster. <laughs> I guess Japan aren't the cucks I thought they were. <laughs> is it really confirmed? Or is he just a molester? I mean, uh. at this point, like, molestation and rape are pretty much, like, you don't have to, it's been pretty clear that there doesn't have to be penetration for the term rape. Yeah. 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 Fair enough. Yeah, they, they you know, they know that So but what did you think of the trailer and how long it was? <laughs> well, it was pretty hilarious. Uh Sud, you tuned in with us. I sure did. This, uh, and I was surely disappointed. It was an hour long stream. And they didn't even like the, show any what, gameplay. You showed the they showed, the like thirty uh, second five, trailer. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't even thirty seconds. So uh they had two bit. They had two uh, commentators who are usually doing the French uh, circuit commentating. It was the fighters. French commentators. It was ridiculous. Is this is the Mister Roshi? Very yeah, exactly. Very thick oh, croissants. But but the thing, <laughs> but the thing is, come here, come here. the real the real big thing is they were showing off. But how like, I get the wine for my child? For, what they had, yeah, I need, my, my children need wine. How can I provide key to my Goku? <laughs> so, the thing is, it was an hour-long stream, and in the first ten minutes, they're showing slides for their road to release and what they plan on doing. And right there in their road to release, ten minutes in, you see a uh, little tag that says, uh, Master Roshi Breakdown. So then, everyone <laughs> so immediately they, knows. So they spilled yeah. the beans. They, they spoiled it the in the beans. first five you minutes. Spilled your beans. <laughs> it's not even the trailer. It was the roadmap for what they're releasing. Yeah, so and it was just like a PowerPoint slide that said "Master." Now Roshi. all I could think is William <laughs> Defoe. You spilled your beans. 
Yeah, well, <laughs> and then uh, it was over from there because the chat <laughs> just took over that stream like it was nothing else. It's if at that point they should have just stopped and been like, "Okay, here's the trailer." <laughs> they had, but the trailer had, was terrible. It was no a mods. really bad trailer. I'm not gonna lie. They had it did not hype me for Master Roshi at all, and I was kind of hyped for Master Roshi. Yeah, I was too. You know, if they should more... stick together. Whoa, whoa, <laughs> whoa, whoa! Let's rewind for a bit. I didn't. That's not. Master Roshi and Matt can both appreciate large butts on the television as they often do. Yeah. All right. Saying that I do. Uh, Julia Fox has a dump truck for an ass is like a, <laughs> a clear it's a master, sign. It's a master Roshi. I feel like I was vindicated or uh, allowed to say that. But anyway, I thought the Mabufu wave was cool, but I didn't see like buff Roshi. Right? I didn't see like I don't any like how he's before, just like skinny Roshi. I thought he would buff yeah. up for the fight. Maybe he will. It'd be cool. We saw four seconds of him doing like a medium, a low punch, and then immediately going into... Mafuba. Yeah. So we have no idea. And then I guess All some I weird is, um, either intro or or exit animation where he just yeah, he yeah. does something that I've I, never seen him do in the show, which is just like splice around like, like uh, Max Headroom yeah. or like, something. Like, like <laughs> <laughs> I feel like he's doing that's a Kirby one for the kids dance. right there. But yeah, that stream um, that stream was terrible, and the they, and, was awful. and it was them announcing like this is gonna be a show. There's gonna be more episodes like this. So <laughs> I don't think I so. Don't see, like no, yeah. thank you. Yeah, it was terrible. They they ran out of things to say. Stepped away for ten minutes, and then came back with this trailer. Didn't even show like all his supers and stuff. It should have been like a twenty minute breakdown video, and they've been awesome. Yeah, that'd be really like, cool if they announced the character and showed off everything about him. That would be a is that the point stream. of this? No, like, what is well, the, that's what like almost just, any other yeah. game developer would do. Yeah, right. And so that was pathetic to see. But um, I have been <laughs> filling my time. Prime Minister, question time R- over with playing RTSs. I picked up a, another RTS. That is like a combination between uh, StarCraft and Civilization. Warcraft? And it is called Northgard. Ooh, I don't know about this game. And Northgard is, like I said, a Viking RTS slash Did you say that? You said it was a RTS, yeah. but cool. <laughs> yeah, and so... The story's falling uh, apart. So it's really cool. I like how it works. You know, you have your like main base and you build, you know, farms so you can have more people and you give your people jobs to do, whether they're woodcutters or they're hunters or they're fishermen. And you have a little you have a little hex that you start out with, and those hexes expand much like civilization by buying the territory and establishing it and so i've been playing i've played like uh four or five hours of it so far just doing the story and it's a lot of fun um it's uh basically the plot of vinland saga where you're you're a boy you're the son of a jarl and your village gets uh invaded and your father gets killed and you have to you want vengeance, 
So you head off. As you do. Yeah. So you <laughs> head off to Northgard, which is basically the Vinland of. Uh, I hate these graphics, my dude. I'm sorry. <laughs> what? They look little, just like Warcraft. It's, it's little, no, they do. It's style. It's I, like, like cartoony. Yeah, yeah. It's a very cartoony, stylized thing. But um, I'm having a lot of fun with it, and I uh, will probably go play more of it after this cast. Because I didn't realize this released in 2018. Yeah, there's been a lot of lot of um, patches, and they just had a big add-on called uh, Ragnarok. Which added Did like you get more that too? factions, yeah. Because it's altogether it's fifty, but if you just buy the base game, I believe it's thirty. But um, it's been a lot of fun, and I'm excited to try out the different factions. The different factions are much like the leaders in Civilization. You are a RTS weeb. You played. You even <laughs> played that stupid Halo RTS. I did Halo Wars. <laughs> This is fucking terrible. I didn't play Halo Wars 2, though, because I learned my mistake with the first Halo Wars. I'm shocked that the game did well enough to get Halo Wars 2. <laughs> yeah. I had no idea there was a sequel. Microsoft yeah, well, has nothing. It's like a fairly popular series. Halo Wars? With two games in 20 years. I know years. Halo is popular for some reason. But, uh, um, yeah, uh, Northgard, I give it, like, a 7 out of 10. I'm excited to see, like, what more I can do. How does this stack up to Vinland Saga? Which one's better? Uh, you Vin- have to kill one. Uh, <laughs> well, then I would kill Northgard, because Vinland Saga is such a fucking great show. I love that show. Well. But, uh. Well. <laughs> you've ruined that word for me, son. Yeah, I didn't. Ronald Reagan ruined it for all of us. <laughs> What? You what word? Brought it into the open. Well. Well. <laughs> oh well, I'm a huge Modest Mouse fan, so that that's a different word for me. Oh yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah, you just yell it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, those are the things I did. Those are the things I believe. Awesome. <laughs> Do you have any like anything you want to go out, out on? Like anything yeah. you want to bring up? You know, so we can drag this out for longer. No. Side, like side, maybe the fact that your Facebook chat side, is all in pirate. You, what would you give up for Gundams? What would I give up for Gundam? Everything. My yeah. manhood. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> I I like it wouldn't take much. Would you be like, okay I really with just... G Gundam World? Or any any Gundam world? <laughs> if it was turn a Gundam, I'd be very Or Chibi Gundam. <laughs> that was a or ch- oh my god, that's how the monkey paw would get me. If it was like the fucking like <laughs> it's little the Gundam. chibi like SD yeah. Gundams. Yeah. Oh, that would be terrible. Little Gundams that kids control. Yeah, oh only little god. kids get them. No. Yeah, it's like Pokemon. That's world. what the new Gundam just, series have been. They've all been fucking isekais where you like build Gundams and like fight in Gundams these like dabbing and doing fu- Fortnite dances. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Like, you're not wrong. It's like fucking Yu-Gi-Oh, but with Gundams. And they're like, we have to build these models and battle them. And they're the entire economy for some reason. And nothing else matters. It's if like, only. Oh, my God. Oh, that's how they would get me. If it was the super deformed Gundams in real life and I gave up everything. Yeah. Like, I lost Emily, lost my home. Just like. Found out I had cancer. <laughs> was living on the street addicted to heroin. And it's like, well, here are these walking SD Gundams, the cheapy Gundams. That would be awful. Dab I didn't even us, think son. about that. I didn't. I, oh, my God. I think God. we all repressed that memory about... They tried to even, like, make that show, like, on like 
they showed that shit on Toonami. That was on Cartoon have, Network, yeah. It was two seasons, three seasons of that shit. Oh, my God. With, like, graphics worse than Beast oh, Wars. fucking Christ. <laughs> or, or, or Code Lyoko. Oh. Or, like, even worse than uh, Reboot. Mm-hmm. No, nope. I mean, it's done. We're done. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Oh. Yeah.